0: All right, all you Streetlight Crusaders and I guess a couple of you wrestling fans who are still up for tonight. Welcome back to the Tuesday Night Special. And now it's time for us to talk about what happened during this week's edition of Monday Night Raw from Ontario, California. Are you sure it's not Canada? And they're showing me the map again like they did during a commercial break and yes, it really does exist. But why do I remember that I did this before? Oh because we did this about a year ago, really, I don't remember, well besides my bad memory when it comes to different places, we've mentioned Monday Night Raw folks, Monday Night Raw would kick off with none other than the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes. And Cody would welcome everyone to Monday Night Raw, which was a packed house, and at the same time would say that when Jay got drafted to Raw, somebody is eventually going to get drafted to SmackDown, but at the same time would mention the reason why in the world he decided to help out Jay Uso, and would say that... Yeah, they're not friends, but he's not going to sit around and watch a man get jumped by the most toxic faction in the history of the company. only for the judgment day to interrupt him again, and I think that makes it three or four weeks in a row. We've lost count at this point. For Finn Balor to come out and say you had no business jumping out in Judgment Day's business, and would even hear Damian Priest would say the only reason you actually came out because you want to make everything about you. And only for Dominic Mysterio to get a rain of booze, but seeing the fact that we've learned how to translate booze around here, would hear Dominic Mysterio say that Jay is going to pay for disrespecting us, and it's all your fault, and then Cody would then mention The fact that every single title on the line tonight puts a lot of pressure on the judgment day. And what would happen when Rhea Ripley returns and you come up short? And only for Dominic Mysterio to say You keep Rhea's name out of your mouth And then immediately leading into an all-out brawl Seeing not only Jey Uso coming out But also Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn But J.D. McDonnell who would come out before the brawl would start Would decide to bring out some steel chairs To even up the numbers to help out the judgment day Only for Damian Priest not to be cool With it for him to say what are you doing Out here it's none of your business And then for the fight to take place And because of Damien Priest Not getting involved Even though they had chairs As well as a number Loss would still Suffer a loss thanks to Damien Priest only for priests to go to the ring late, and of course get the living daylights flag tag beaten out of them, hitting the back with a steel chair and a super kick from Jey Uso. And later on that night, Damian Priest, who was really pissed off about the whole situation, would immediately say that to JD, you're not going to be in the Judgment Day, especially after being taken and beaten like that, and would tell him to get out, and for Finn Balor to try to tell him otherwise, and for JD to just leave into the darkness. But after that little bit of a beatdown from the group that I got a feeling is going to be fighting against the Judgment Day for the next 3 weeks by the way things are looking, it sees none other than our first match of the night with none other than Bronson Reed going one on one against Otis, and what we like to call around here a hospite, but I got a feeling what Biggie would call is big meaty men slapping meat. <laughs> And during this match, yes, that would be exactly what would happen Reminding me out of something out of National Geographic with two bisons going at it Seeing not only them clash in the ring, outside the ring Nearly knocking each other out with clotheslines Only for Bronson Reed to pull off a very impressive Samoan drop war near fall Even seeing Otis pull off an angle slam on Bronson Reed A condominium smash and even the Caterpillar but unfortunately, when trying to go for the Vader bomb in the corner, it would come up short because Bronson Reed would get out of the way, leading into a big boy senton and a Wade Barrett satisfying tsunami. Only for Bronson Reed to win this match and knock off another member of the Alpha Academy via pinfall. And the next match to take place on Monday Night Raw would see none other than Tommaso Ciampa going one-on-one against Ludwig Heiser. I don't know why, but when the announcer announces it like that, it, it's really cool, it really is. <laughs> And the only reason this match is taking place, folks, is because after the loss last week of Giovanni Vinci, Kaiser would try to step up to the plate and would say that he can beat Ciampa on his way to try to go against the Intercontinental Champion. But how would that go exactly? Well... During this match, you would see Tommaso Ciampa hitting a nasty version of the Willow's Bell during this set contest for near fall, and even seeing Giovanni Vinci getting involved in this match eating a nasty Tiger knee right directly to the face, only for him to get shoved out of the ring by Kaiser to try to win this match after the move he pulled off, for Kaiser to end up eating a Tiger. Knee right directly to the face For none other than Tommaso Ciampa To win this match Via pinfall And after the match was over He would say immediately That he wants what Gunther has And for him to sign a damn contract And then later on that night We'd hear Giovanni Vinci And Kaiser getting chewed out But at the same time Hearing Gunther sell none other than Kaiser that now Vinci is your problem, anything that goes wrong with him is your problem, and to make matters worse prior to all of that, Chad Gable would even tell him, hey, why in the world are you criticizing us when you lost? Because he tried to step up the Maxine, but yeah, when you lost, and they can point it out, even though that Otis lost, you're in the same boat buddy, <laughs> and besides that same boat that they're chugging along which most likely leads directly to the L train that Chisel Adonis is currently driving to all the losers out there, the next match to take place on Monday Night Raw would see none other than Tegan Knox going one on one against Natalia. Now the only reason this match is taking place is because backstage Becky Lynch would talk to Tegan Knox and say glad to see you on Monday Night Raw but at the same time I saw you behind that curtain and was wondering if you were going to come out to challenge me last week. Fatiguing for Tegan to say that, yeah, you know, I was, but Natty is a veteran, and I thought she deserved a shot at the championship. Only for Becky Lynch to remind her that, yeah, you know, sometimes you gotta step on a few toes to truly get an opportunity. That's how I became the man. Only for backstage, an argument to break out with Tegan Knox and Natalia arguing on who's gonna be next for the championship, for Adam Pierce to settle it with this match saying that whoever wins next week will get a title shot for the NXT Championship no matter who wins at the pay-per-view this weekend of No Mercy between Tiffany Stratton and Becky Lynch in an Extreme Rules match nonetheless. And speaking of extreme folks, during this match, action would be hard hitting but would go back and forth. Not only seeing Natalya pulling off a nasty elbow to the face of Tegan Knox, only for Tegan Knox to come back with a nasty running elbow, even a knee, as well as an inverted suplex and a cannonball in the corner, only for a near fall. And then for Natalia to come back with a nasty sit-out power bomb, still for a near fall. But ultimately, this match will come to an emphatic end due to the unexcellence of execution in the form of a sharpshooter being countered into a rope hung jawbreaker on the mid rope, only for Tegan Knox to hit the shiniest of wizards for her to win this match, become new number one contender as of next week for Monday Night Raw via pinfall. Hey, that rhymes. And the next thing that take place on Monday Night Raw would see none other than Seth Metal, Seth Rollins, coming out in yet another Zoolander esque like outfit, welcoming everybody to Monday Night Rawlins. And would tell the fans if they're sick of Shinsuke Nakamura ducking and dodging him, sing my song. And a boy they would. And it would say sing a little bit louder if you want me to defend my championship. <laughs> and Carla I just wondering when did Seth Rollins become the American dream Dusty Rose? I don't know why, but in my head when I hear him say that, it sounded like Dusty. <laughs> But either way, folks, this American dream of a championship for Seth Rollins would be met with a nightmare challenge from Shinsuke Nakamura after Seth Rollins would say that he's sick of the games and he's sick of the ducking and dodging and wants an answer tonight. And if he doesn't, he's pulling the opportunity and giving other people who wants to fight a chance at the championship. And Seth Rollins would be met with a titantron message from Shinsuke Nakamura saying, You have so many demands and no wonder your body is failing you. And would even say that he dealt the hand but you showed the cards. This is your last chance to hear your song and your last chance to be a champion. And would ultimately say that Seth Rollins ends at Fastlane in a last man standing match which would be the first last man standing match for Seth Rollins and as a matter of fact he would be one of the last SHIELD members to be a part of a last man standing match. A lot of last in there but at the same time Seth Rollins would say that two men will walk into this match but one man will walk out and that man will be a visionary, a revolutionary and it would be none other than Seth freaking Rollins. And we'd also mention before all of that that the fact that Seth Rollins would say that his back is his strength, not his weakness, and it would be the one critical mistake that Shinsuke Nakamura would make. Despite Seth Rollins last week looking and acting like a complete and utter madman, yeah, I got a feeling... It says differently on paper, but who knows what could possibly happen. <laughs> and immediately after that, folks, we would then hear from Ricochet, who was on crutches after last week's attack, for him to say that yes, he will return soon, and it's gonna take a lot more than that to take him out. And would say no matter who wins at Fast Lane, he's still got unfinished business with Shinsuke Nakamura. But besides that bit of unfinished business, folks, we go and head back into the music to go get a glass of water, and when we return, we'll be back with the second half of what happened during this week's edition of Monday Night Raw from Ontario, California, as the Tuesday night special rolls on right after this. So don't go anywhere just yet, folks, and stay tuned.